Welcome to Israel and You, bringing Israel and the Jewish people into focus. Our host is Aaron David Free, president of Israel Team Advocates International. Aaron is an author, speaker, Bible teacher, and an advocate for Israel and the Jewish people on college campuses nationwide. This is Israel and You. Welcome to Israel and You, and I've got a great lineup for you today, a great program. And we're going to talk about a myriad of things. We're going to talk today about why is it that so many Jewish people are Nobel Prize winners? Why is it that, you know, you you go to the movies today, a lot of people love the, the Marvel comics and the Guardians of the Galaxy. Why is it that most of the comic book heroes in the last 50, 60, 70 years, Superman and beyond, why is it they were, most of them were created by Jews? And another question we want to talk about is, are the Jews the caretakers of the earth? So we're going to look at those questions. We're going to look at what did Kanye West, the rapper, mean when he said, I'm, I'm going death con three upon the Jewish people. Why is there anti-Semitism in the earth? But we're going to begin today, and I'm going to read to you the Abrahamic Covenant to try to explain these things, and it's found in Genesis 12, 1 through 3. And this, this might answer the question, are, are the Jewish people the caretakers of the earth? Now the Lord said to Abraham, this is Genesis 12, 1 through 3. Now the Lord said to Abram, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you, and I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you, and I'll make your your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and in him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in you, all the families, in Hebrew, mishpacha, all the mishpacha, the families of the earth, shall be blessed. So in this Abrahamic covenant, there's a lot of aspects to it. There's a land covenant. I'm going to bring you into your own land. There is a national identity or peoplehood covenant. I'll I'll make you a great nation. I'll make you a great people. And then God says, I'm going to confer upon you a blessing. And then I'll bless those who bless you. And I'll curse those who curse you or show you contempt. And then I'll bless and prosper all the mishpacha, the families of the earth, through you. So you can say there's really six aspects to this this covenant God made with Abraham and his blood descendants, the Jewish people, a land covenant, national identity covenant, a blessing upon, a blessing on those who bless you. That's four, five, cursing those who show you contempt. And the sixth aspect of the blessing is I'll bless and prosper all the mishpacha, the families of the earth, through you. And oftentimes I hear Christians misquote this verse. And they'll say, whoever blesses Israel, I will bless. And they're talking about the land, the state, the government of Israel. But that's not what the scripture says. That's not what God says. He says, whoever blesses you, I will bless. And he's speaking of the blood descendants uh, of Abraham. He's speaking about all six aspects of the Abrahamic covenant. He's, he's basically proclaiming, whoever blesses the land, 
the peoplehood, the national identity of the Jewish people, whoever blesses the actual uh, blood descendants, the Jewish people uh, of, of Abraham, I'm going to bless them. So it, it's like saying, I go to church, and I go to church in order to bless the building and the property of the church. The people, I don't like them so much, and I'm not really a worshiper. I don't, I don't really like blessing the Lord or worshiping the Lord in the church service. I go there uh, simply to bless the building and the grounds, the, the land the church sits upon. And, but that's not what God's saying. He's not just saying bless the state of Israel, although that's very important. But he's saying bless the Jewish people as well. And interestingly, in Matthew 25, in the end of the age, Jesus says he's going to gather all the nations and he's going to enter into judgment with them uh, in, in the land of Israel. And Joel t- talks about the valley of Jehoshaphat. And Jesus says, I was hungry and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, you gave me nothing to eat. And as you've not done it to the least of these, my brethren, you've not done it unto me. And he'll separate the nations based on how they treat his brethren. And you might say, well, who is he talking about? Baptists and Presbyterians? No, he's, he's talking about his brethren, the Jewish people. And Jesus is simply quoting from uh, the prophet Joel, chapter 3. And in Joel chapter 3, verse 1 through 3, uh, the prophet says, For behold, in those days and at that time, when I restore the fortunes of Judah and Jerusalem, I will gather all the nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. Jesus is really referencing this passage in Matthew 25. And, and then Joel says, And I will enter into judgment with them there on behalf of my people, my heritage Israel. And so why is God upset? Why is he entering into judgment? He's entering into judgment on behalf of the Jewish people and his heritage, the land of Israel, because they have scattered them among the nations and divided up my land. And so God is entering into judgment because the nations didn't recognize the Abrahamic covenant. They didn't honor the blood descendants of Abraham, the Jewish people, and they divided up God's land. And so again, they scattered the people and they divided up God's inheritance, the land of Israel. And and the people of, of Israel are his inheritance as well. So when we bless Israel, the full expression of the Abrahamic covenant is not just blessing the dust, the land of Israel. It's blessing the people of Israel, the Jewish people globally, those that have been scattered and those, according to Joel 3, those have been scattered amongst the nations and those living in the land of Israel. So that means we bless American Jews, we bless uh, Western European Jews, Eastern European Jews, Jews in Central and South America, Latin America, Asia, we bless the Jews in Mexico City. Do you know that that the majority of Jews in the world today, outside of uh, Israel or New York City, they live in Mexico City. They've been scattered across the, the globe. And so we are to bless those scattered, and we are to bless those living in the land of Israel. We're also to bless the Jews living in our community. Paul says 
uh, in the scriptures. We love them, the Jewish people, for the sake of the fathers. Jesus said, salvation is of the Jews. So we honor them because in you know, the Christian teaching, their salvation has come from the covenants and the promises of the Jewish people. Jesus, in Matthew 1.1, he's uh, called the son of David and the son of Abraham. So he is a descendant of, of, of Abraham. He's the son of David. And so <clears throat> the question is, has and is God fulfilling the Abrahamic covenant through the Jewish people? Is he fulfilling uh, the covenant? Well, after 2,000 years of being scattered across the globe, uh, the Jewish people are returning to their land. They once again have a national identity. Uh, here in my, my office, right in front of me, I have a beautiful, I think it's probably eight foot tall, um, Jewish flag that I, I keep in my office. Why do I do that? Because I'm a Zionist. I believe in the, the Abrahamic covenant, the national identity that God has restored uh, to his inheritance, his people. Uh, at the same time, I'm blessing the, the Jewish people uh, because I'm called to do both, to bless the descendants of Abraham and to bless uh, the land where those descendants live. So are the Jewish people fulfilling their role in the Abrahamic covenant? Are they blessing all the families of the earth, the mishpachah, because that's what God promises. Through you, the Jewish descendants of Abraham, I will bless all the mishpachah, the families of the earth. And this word blessing is an interesting word. In, in Hebrew, it's uh, Baruch. And we look at the law of first mention. When, when you want to discover what the, what the Bible teaches on a certain subject, what I always do is I find the law of first mention. What, where's that word first used in the Bible? And, and so blessing is first used in Genesis 1.28. And, and God says to Adam and Eve, God blessed them and he said, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. And so this word blessings, first time it's used. And, and of course, Jewish people in, in most of their prayers, uh, their declarations, they start with the word blessing. And when, when you sit down at a Jewish table, uh, you know, for Shabbat, you're going to bless uh, the cup, the wine, and you're going to bless the bread. So uh, an opening prayer is, uh, it's, it's sung around Jewish tables, Baruch Atad Bori Pori Hagafen, which means, Blessed art thou, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who brings forth wine from the earth. And so are the Jewish people fulfilling uh, their role in blessing all the families of the earth. So in Genesis 1.28, when God blesses Adam and Eve, God blessed them and said, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. And so really what he was proclaiming over Adam and Eve, that they would be caretakers for the earth, and they should become fruitful and multiply and so he blessed them and so blessing is giving someone the capacity it's empowering them to do what god is calling them to do and another concept in the word blessing is to kneel and remember when 
uh, the families would bring their children to Jesus. They would, you know, he they would sit with him and he would lay hands upon them and bless them. And so it's it's coming to one that's greater than you and asking them to lay hands upon you, cover you, guard you, protect you, uh, help you to be fruitful and to multiply. And so the concept of blessing basically in the in the Bible is talking about covering, protecting, caring for, uh, guarding. And so as Adam and Eve were blessed to guard and become caretakers for planet Earth, in the same way when God blessed the Jewish people, he was calling them to be the caretakers. Through you, all the mishpacha, all the families of the earth will be blessed. You will be the caretakers of humanity. And, you know, we can simply say through the Jewish people came all of our spirituality, uh, the covenants, the promises, the commandments, how, how the, the commandments that the Jews unveiled what God had spoken uh, to Moses on Mount Sinai. They unveil those commandments to the planet. Thank God that uh, we have laws in America, our Western law, there's, you know, murder uh, is punishable oftentimes by death, taking a life. And so all those commandments, uh, not to commit adultery, not to murder, not to bear false testimony, they came through the Jewish people. So the question is, are the Jewish people the caretakers of the earth, are they caring for the families of the earth as God commanded them and blessed them in order to be a blessing? Well, we're going to look real quick at this gentleman named Kanye West, also known as Yee. He's a rapper, and he recently tweeted, I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going Death Con 3 on Jewish people. Now, the question is, why would anybody, if this is true and the Jewish people are the caretakers of planet Earth and they've been called to be a blessing to all the families of the Earth, why would anybody want to go Death Con 3 with the Jewish people? And we assume what Kanye meant to say was Death Con 3. He said death, D-E-A-T-H. But uh, what he probably meant was DEFCON, D-E-F-C-O-N, DEFCON 3 rather than DEFCON 3. And according to Wikipedia, DEFCON is an alert state used by the U.S. Armed Forces. It's the Defense uh, and Readiness Condition, or DEFCON, which prescribes five graduated levels of readiness for U.S. military. So when we come back, we're going to discover what Kanye meant by going DEFCON 3 on the Jewish people and why anyone would want to do that. We'll see you on the other side. Hello, I'm Aaron Free, President of Israel Team Advocates. Israel Team is standing in the gap for the Jewish people in a time of growing anti-Semitism in America. And there are many forces, even within Christianity, that want to divide the land of Israel and the city of Jerusalem. There has to be those who proclaim the truth about Israel in a time when nations are calling for her demise. Our organization works on college campuses where anti-Israelism is in vogue, especially on evangelical college campuses. Evangelical anti-Israel groups highly financed by George Soros and his Open Society organization are pushing evangelical millennials towards the abyss of anti-Semitism, and they are succeeding. One such group, the Telos Group, is funding 
all expense paid trips for young pastors and evangelical college students to Israel where they feed them lies about the Jewish people and the land and they come home anti-Israel. In just the last four years, evangelical young people have cut their support in half for Israel. In a survey in 2018, 69% of evangelical young people said they supported the Jewish people. A new survey in 2021 found that only 33% of evangelical young people support the state of Israel. So if we don't push back against the growing anti-Israelism within evangelical movement, evangelicalism could be anti-Israel within just a few short years. I'm asking you to help Israel team in this fight. I'm asking you to stand with us as we stand for God's covenant with Abraham and the land and the great nation that God has building in Israel. Will you give to Israel Team today? And there's two ways you can give. Go to our website, israelteam.org, to donate section and you can give securely online be sure to give us your mailing address so that we can send you our new book the casualty of contempt you can also mail your donation to israel team find our address on our website israelteam.org that's israelteam.org this is israel and you bringing israel and the jewish people into focus we're talking about the call of god upon the jewish people to be a blessing to all the families of the earth and if they're fulfilling that calling and that blessing and we're looking at what Kanye West recently said about going DEFCON 3 on the Jewish people and DEFCON there's five stages and uh, five through one and these stages increase in severity from DEFCON 5 the least severe to DEFCON 1 the most severe with DEFCON 1 signaling the outbreak of nuclear warfare. So why Kanye chose DEFCON 3 and his threat against Jews is up to anyone's guess. DEFCON 3 is defined in military terms as increase in force readiness above required for normal readiness. So the fact that Kanye West desired to ready a force against Jewish people is alarming. And in condemning his anti-Semitic tweet, someone pointed out, the irony that West has more followers, 30 million, than there are Jews on planet Earth, 14 million. And it's a shame how uninformed Kanye is about who he's going up against because Jews have been the guardians of our civilization for millennia, and they should be celebrated rather than maligned. And so one thing is for sure in, the, in Judaism uh, the guarding and protecting of human life at all cost, and it's known as pekuch nefesh, and it means the preservation of life. Pekuch uh, means preservation, nefesh means life. And it's one of the highest principles in, in Judaism, in, in the teaching of the Word of God. It's the protection of life. And this foundational ethic in Jewish law has saved countless lives over the centuries. And before the Torah, people were forced to labor seven days a week with no rest, slave labor uh, across the world. And the world today can thank the Jews for the weekend because they, the Jewish people, unveil God's law of the Sabbath. The world can also thank the Jews for communicating God's law that forbids taking of life through committing murder. And let's not forget that Western law was built on the foundation of a Jewish ethical and moral worldview, and America's Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights 
were drawn from the natural law of the Noahic Covenant. And it was concern for civil rights that led the Jewish community to join Martin Luther King during the civil rights movement. Think about Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel, who walked across the Edmund Pettus Bridge with Dr. King in the march from Selma to Montgomery, Alabama. So in his book, What the Church Owes the Jew, Leslie Flynn writes, if an anti-Semite decided to boycott all the tests and cures discovered by the Jews, he would certainly open himself to a host of serious diseases. Besides refusing Jonas Salk's polio vaccine, he would also decline the polio pill by Dr. Albert Sabin, the test to fight diphtheria invented by Bela Sheck, the diet regime of Joseph Goldberger, which has fought Pellegra to a standstill, blood transfusion made possible by the work of Dr. E.J. Cohen of Harvard, the Wasserman test for syphilis, the vaccine for hepatitis discovered by Baruch Bloomberg, stereotypamine discovered by Dr. Selma Abraham Waxman as an antibiotic, uh, chlorohydrate for convulsions discovered by Dr. J. Von Liebig, and vitamins discovered by Casimir Funk. So you think about this, just through their discoveries alone and their inventions, the Jewish people have been a blessing to the entire world. And uh, anti-Semites like Kanye West would have to also refuse recent life-saving inventions by Israeli companies like Watergen, who invented a renewable source of fresh and clean drinking water to help thirsting populations around the world by extracting water directly from the atmosphere. Hisense, who developed baby sense that alerts, these, again, these are Israeli companies that alerts parents to respiratory cessation apnea in babies. Listen to this. This technology has saved the lives of over 600,000 babies from crib death around the globe. Netafim, another um, Israeli company, developed drip irrigation technology to help the globe grow food in parched landscapes. Uh, Asaya Medical Center that invented the micro-robotic system that specializes in minimally invasive surgeries. Excite Systems that created uh, Fodetect advanced runway sensors to protect runways around the world from debris. So Kanye should really think about that. I'm, I'm going DEFCON 3. I, I want to destroy the Jewish people. I don't like them. I, I, I want to harm them. Next time he gets in his private plane and he's landing in some airport around the world, he should know that that runway is being kept safe by the Jewish people, the Israeli company that designed an advanced runway sensor to protect runways from, from debris. And the other interesting thing is the Nobel Pre Peace Prize winners from around, uh, from history, at least 212 Jews have been awarded the Nobel Prize, accounting for 22% of all individual recipients worldwide between 1901 and 1922, and constituting 36% of all recipients during the same period. In the scientific research fields, the percentages are 26% and 38. I'm sorry, in the scientific research fields of chemistry, economics, physics, and physiology, and medicine, the corresponding world and U.S. percentages are 26% 
and 38% respectively for Jews. Among women laureates in the four research fields, the Jewish percentages world and U.S. are 28% and 40% respectively. Of organizations awarded the Nobel Peace Prize, 22% were founded, co-founded principally by Jewish people. And what's interesting about this Jews have been awarded 24% of all Nobel Prizes and 26% of those in the scientific research fields. Jews currently make up approximately 0.2% of the world's population and only 2% of the U.S. population. So what's amazing is such a small group of people have the majority of Nobel Peace Prizes. And here's something, Jews among the creators of history's greatest life-saving and medical and scientific advances have saved an estimated 2.8 billion lives worldwide in history. So yes, the Jewish people are being a blessing to the whole earth. They are supernaturally fulfilling what God commanded them to do in the Abrahamic covenant. Through you, I'm blessing you in order that you might be a blessing to all the families of the earth. When I I think about that Israeli invention uh, to curve um, crib death within little babies, I think how that has blessed so many families and statistics so far 600,000 babies have been saved from from crib death because of this Jewish invention and so we we thank God for the Jewish people and what's very interesting in her book people love dead Jews Dara Horn who's Jewish and the reason why we know that people love dead Jews because they've been murdered with reckless abandon uh through history. Dara Horn, who's Jewish, the writer, she has a PhD from Harvard in Yiddish. She speaks of the Jewish religious scholars and prophets of God's righteousness who perished in the Holocaust as the guardians of civilization. And she's right, of course. When God made his covenant with Abraham, he promised he and his descendants would bless all the families of the earth. And ever since, there's been a calling, a chosen destiny within the Jewish people to protect and preserve life globally. And the prophet Jeremiah speaks of our galaxy, our our world, as a testament to Jewish destiny, to this uh, word spoken over them in Genesis 12, 1 through 3, that they would be a blessing to all the earth, that they would have a national identity. So the very stars in heaven confirm what God spoke to Abraham in Genesis 12 in the Abrahamic covenant. Here's what it says in the, uh, from the prophet Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord who gives the sun for light by day and the fixed order of the moon and the stars by, for light by night. The Lord of hosts is his name. If this fixed order departs from me, and he's speaking of the sun, the moon, the stars, if this fixed order departs before me, declares the Lord, then shall the offspring of Israel cease from being a nation before me forever. That's Jeremiah 31. The heavens confirm the guardians of the galaxy, the guardians of planet Earth, those sent to protect the Earth and bless the Earth with God's blessing. 
Those chosen to preserve and protect life have always been and always will be the Jewish people. And perhaps if anti-Semites like Kanye West could ever come to recognize and appreciate this, the galaxy would be a safer place for Jews. Thank you, and we'll catch you next time on Israel and You.